0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Ohio High School Hoops Around the State Podcast. I am your host, Kurt Stubbs, and today we are going to bring on uh, another coach to the show. This gentleman uh, got his cut his teeth in the coaching business in uh, Nashville, Tennessee, at a couple of different schools down there. He was also uh, coaching football as well. Uh, before he eventually would move to Dayton, uh, where he would become the girls' head girls coach at Dayton Belmont for a year, and then he would take over at Dayton Dunbar on the girls' side. Um, had a lot of success over there, uh, and then he ended up replacing uh, Mitch Waterman as the Dunbar boys coach uh, beginning in the 2004-2005 season. Uh, Dunbar was coming off of a regional semi-final appearance uh, where they where they lost to the Dayton Chaminade, Julian, 52-46 to 46 in overtime. That was um, Daquan Cook's sophomore year. Uh, Coach Pullen, uh, when he got the job, one of his main goals was to beat uh, Dayton CJ, and they would end up doing that in his first season. So today, uh, without further ado, uh, this is a podcast I have been very excited to do. Uh, this is one of my one of my favorite uh, coaches to watch. Uh, his teams were always exciting to watch. So uh, let's bring on Coach Pete Pullen. So, Coach, what what eventually led you to Dayton? Because you you know you were down in the Nashville area, but what? What eventually led you to dayton well i, I, I went through
1: wanted divorce and just wanted to change the scenery and i knew and I knew people um uh, in education here uh I used to come here as a kid uh, um i had a, a nephew I used to come here and uh and visit he and I was about the same age and so I used to come back and forth to dayton um every, every summer so so uh, I knew people in education here, so I talked to them. And, and one of the main reasons was my sister, my oldest at the time, and she lived in Chicago. So a couple times a month, I was leaving, going every weekends. I was going to Nashville to Chicago. So I got to thinking about it. I said, if I go and you know, make this move to Dayton, I'm a little closer and the drive won't be as bad and I'm getting away and new scenery and everything. So that's what I did. Those are two main reasons.
0: So when you uh, eventually take over the girls program at Dunbar and then obviously into uh, ultra success there with the boys program, how much of like the history did you, obviously you had some, you have some guys on the staff there that uh, were a part of those teams in the eighties, but uh, coach Haley having some success, not some success, quite a bit of success in the 80s, 84 title game, 84 they or 87 they win it all. How much did you know about the background of uh, the Dunbar history? Oh, oh,
1: oh, quite a bit. And I may not know, you know, much as I probably could have. But I, I, I knew just doing coaching the girls and uh, just listening, hanging around afterwards and watching some of the boys practice and a guy named Chris Johnson who is just knowledgeable about Dunbar's history he who would always fill fill me in and um so I was trying to raise uh our girls program uh, to be as good as the boys and and not to be in competition but but those that basketball at Dunbar High School was meaningful and and want to be respected across the state
0: yeah it could be argued i mean based off the time, the era, uh, that run you guys have from 2005 to 2015 could arguably be, being that you were in Division II, one of the best, if not the best, 10-year runs in the state of Ohio.
1: Well, I appreciate that. I, like I said, it's, uh, I just give the credit to my staff and, and the players that I had that were willing to, to listen, to work hard, and wanted to do be the best that they could be, and that's all we sh- we strive for and we just we just i just drilled in the head that we're the hardest working team in the state of Ohio, so don't let nobody outwork you and that's that's how we that's how we uh, practice and that's that's the mindset that we came in each game with
0: so in the year before you take over the program. Uh, I believe they lost in the regional semis to Dayton CJ uh, in overtime. So you, you knew, um, being around the girls program, you knew that that, that there was some talent um, on that roster, returning uh, quite a bit of talent. So in 2004, 2005, your first year, you get to the state, but. Uh, before you did that, you had a couple of co- close games there, uh, one with Dayton Carroll in the district, and then um, a really tough game in overtime. Do you remember much about that regional final game against Taft?
1: Oh, yes, I remember a lot about it. And, um, and since you mentioned some of that, that first year, of uh, the year before I took over uh, losing to C.J., they lost to C.J., and that was one of my goals, because uh, C.J., had just about everybody returning too <laughs> so my my main the main goal and you can ask my wife I, was, she said she couldn't sleep cuz I snored so so <laughs> much that year that um my goal was to get get farther than they did last year that was my goal and that that got us to the state beating CJ but the game that you talking about against Taft uh that was a tremendous game two talented teams uh, Tash Taff, Taff was uh, well coached by Mark Mitchell. Uh, and then we had a fortunate situation that the uh, Quan fouls out uh, in regulation. But I had a guy that nobody hardly ever talks about, and he had a great pedigree, it was Mark Anderson. That's the white nephew. And Mark came through in the overtime for us. He told us when we came out the huddle, he said, Coach, I got you. We got you. And the rest it just it just showed up. You know, we've had some good runs with Taft.